You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging. But in the 21st century, financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It is for you and me. The question is, how do we find time, avoid making painful mistakes, and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best experts on how to stop trading time for money. It is now the time you started living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shurgunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses. Anna's here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Podcast. I am officially on vacation this week. Well, it's more like staycation, but yay. I'm very excited for, for this time off. Uh, first, my family's coming to visit from the East Coast, my dad and his wife. So they're coming over and um, want to hang out with Liam. I don't blame them. It's uh, a lot of fun. But then they're not here for an entire week. But then the rest of the week, I just want to take off. Uh, and so no real big plans other than just maybe local trips here in the Bay Area. But I, um, it's just been... We've really been only focusing on taking just long weekends off, particularly last year and just ever since Liam was born. So I'm looking forward to um, this this week off. Uh, but what I wanted to kind of start to to put on my mind and in front of me in terms of finances is perhaps since I have this vacation lens on, can I sit down and really evaluate and review everything from, from that angle? And so I, I just want to get re-inspired, energized again about the future and all the things that I'm thinking about. And my finances are kind of like at the bottom of my to-do list just because of um, it's not that they're not important. It's not that it's not a high priority on my list, but I've got to take care of other things first. So I'm kind of bumping that to the top of the list, at least for this next week that I have more brain space, right? And an empty calendar in front of me. So what does that actually mean? And I bet you're kind of wondering, what does she will be doing all this time? And so I wanted to share with you kind of a couple things that that are on my mind. So number one, um, I want to sit down and I really want to look at my financial goals. And we're like beginning of May and really far away from New Year's resolutions. And there's not much conversation about goal setting or targets for 2021. Everything has kind of disappeared, right? It dies down into February. And then, you know, after the first quarter, you really very much not hear anything on this topic. So I I just got thinking about... Um, this this kind of a sort of area am i focusing on the financial goals that i set for for ourselves are we still on target for what we were talking about earlier in the year and kind of imagining what 2021 looks like but for example we just finished a large project around the house we did a lot of additional landscaping and uh, redid our backyard so it's a lot more you know useful and and we have a play area and a fire pit and so so i want to make sure that now that we're done with that big lift and kind of like the end, I hope the end, at least for now, uh, to all the house-related stuff, like what else What else is there, right? And I think also as the world shifts, we're coming out of, out of this pandemic. A lot of us are getting vaccinated, which is exciting. I just 
came out of my second shot. Today's day two, and I'm feeling okay. Actually, it was um, much easier than I than I expected. It was a really strange feeling yesterday, the whole day, when I got my shot in the morning, that I was like, okay, it's coming. Something is coming. What am I supposed to feel? What am I supposed to... Um, you know, be looking out for. And it, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so glad that it's uh, more than 24 hours and I'm feeling fine. It just really was a lighter kind of a hit on me. But yeah, I, I'm, I think the shift and excitement, not just for me, but everyone around is like, okay, well, what travel options do we have now? Because at the beginning of the year or like last December, when we're sitting down to look at our goals and plans for 2021, it was still very scary kind of a window to look into and we had no idea what was happening so now things are a little bit more clear and I think it's time I think it's time to reassess what the plans are not just in terms of travel but what is the rest of of 2021 going to look like so I am since I'm going to have more brain power and um when I get re-excited, that's my kind of first stop is to sit down and look at this. And of course, I do want to discuss all of this with Yuri. We talk about all this stuff from time to time, but as more time on my hands, I think it's, um, it's a useful exercise. Maybe some things will change. I don't know. And then number two kind of a area, or it really does tie in closely to looking at financial goals and targets. Uh, I want to evaluate... I talked about this on episode 78 and it's titled, does your money behaviors match your values? Um, it's, it, it's, it's called goals and values exercise. So go back to that episode, episode 78 and listen, cause I go in a lot of details and I linked some resources for you to, to use if you really want to sit down and take this exercise. But what it, what it allows you to do, it allows you to come up with five top values um, not goals, because then that's the real actually distinction between goals and values. Because, for example, just a quick example, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this in this on this episode because you have episode 78. But for example, a lot of people have this idea like, okay, once I hit a certain amount of money, once I make certain amount of money, or once my net worth is going to be a certain amount of money, or once I make a million dollars, whatever that target is, then that's going to change things. That's going to be different, and perhaps it will, but. Having a million dollars or X amount of dollars in your bank account is not a value, right? That's not what you value. You, you, that's a particular goal. That's what you're going to do. And so what happens is that we, when we set financial goals, we, we forget or we don't really connect our values or we never ask ourselves, why is that that we want that goal? And so the actual ask, answering the question of why you want that goal allows you to identify the value. And so, for example, the value of wanting to have a particular amount of money, right, could be because you're going to have more freedom to do things, right? Or you're going to be able to afford things or you're going to like, that's the why, right? So the why behind the goal is what the values are. So when you when you start out with this exercise and it's five, because you can, I mean, you can come up with more, but you actually start to align what are you really working so hard for, right? And sometimes these goals just really like don't become as as valuable once you see that, okay, well, if I'm valuing freedom, if I'm valuing the opportunity to do other things in life, why am I, for example, spending money elsewhere? Or why am I not saving as much, right? So I am, I've done this a number of times. It actually really also goes well. I was just thinking about this too. Um, life will, 
or, or will of life, I think is the, is the correct name. It's an exercise where you, there's 10 areas in your life and you, it's a circle with 10 little dots and you kind of rank how you're doing in each of the areas. Like for example, your personal finances, like one to 10, your health, your relationships, your um, friends, you know, do you see your friends a lot and, and so forth. So um, when you start to see that, plus like your values are become real clear. So I just want to get re excited, re-inspired, re-energized about all of these things and really have the time, quiet time to think about this because that's just not a luxury for me um, on, on the monthly basis. I do sit down every month to review our overall finances. I, um, you know, I, that's, not a, that's not an item I'm concerned about, but um, more concerned about the bigger picture and kind of get get more clarity and and like I said, just re-excited is really the, the, the goal here. So as you're listening to this episode, I am probably somewhere in Napa Valley sipping amazing wines. I said we were going to do some local trips and thinking about some topics and ideas for future episodes. And also if you have questions or ideas from me and would love for us to kind of have a discussion on it, just let me know. I'm always looking for interesting things for us to discuss. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share this episode with folks that you think are going to get the value out of this. And I do have some exciting news to share with you just very shortly. So stay tuned. All right, my friends. Until next time, remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Hey, money boss. Thanks for tuning in today. If this episode did help you, then please be sure to share it with someone else you think will benefit from it too. After all, smart financial decisions are for everyone, uh, so don't be greedy. I hope I can help you even further by sharing with you how thousands of clients I worked with in my career over the last 16 years created their very own successful financial lives on their terms. It's hard for me to do this over an audio, and if you are ready for the next chapter in your life, then be sure to go to MainStreet-Money.com to get your free resource guide to help you begin correcting top six financial mistakes I see people make all the time, such as not having clear financial goals, not having a handle on spending or saving for the future, not knowing how to get rid of all the debts, and of course, not having a clear strategy or plan on how to protect your hard-earned money. Until next time, remember you are the boss of your money.